And we begin the second hour of Off the Beaten Path. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is December 3rd, 2023. And before we get to the, the calls again here, and I just want to read you a funny, humorous meme that came to me the other day. Picture of a big, giant turkey platter, and uh, the, the meme says, Be sure to bring up politics at Thanksgiving dinner. It's going to save you money on Christmas gifts. Follow me for more holiday tips. I like that. That's that's a good way to to um, decrease your your budget for uh, buying presents for Christmas. Yeah, uh, bring that up. Let's go back to the phones and let's talk to Chance in West Virginia. Welcome, Chance. Yes, hello, Steve. You know, uh, normally I would agree with the ten uh, percent the sales tax, but uh, I don't know if you've noticed. All prices are inflated now. I mean, I don't get out of a grocery store spending under $150, and that's for one oh, shopping for food for one person now. Yeah. With yeah. the prices of everything nowadays, from food to everything else, yeah. I don't think a 10% sales tax, I think that would be a hardship. Well, no, we're not talking about sales tax. We're talking about your income. Income tax, oh, not your oh, sales oh, tax. Okay. Income okay. tax, your income tax being a flat tax of income tax, 10%. Well, that, yeah, well, that's, uh, well I don't think that's ever going to happen. They, these guys. No, it's, be- it's been talked about and it's been laughed at. And, and um, you know, again, it just keeps going up and the taxes keep going. We're the, we're the most taxed people in the world. And really, we're not getting much for our money, if you think about it. I mean, we have no vote on where the money goes. Uh, they just keep sending it here and there. And think about how much we could actually use here at home to to repair our crumbling infrastructure. Infrastructure is crumbling. It really is. And we can simply... Did you say, did yeah. you say Ted yeah. Cruz brought this up? Oh, that was Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted Cruz yeah, brought it see, up. Now, he's a whore, too, though. you got to understand. Election time yeah, he is. is he is. He's a whore. And election time is coming up. So now, now they're dropping these... Uh, yeah. You know, these uh, uh, these things to get them reelected. Hey, look, he's he's thinking about this. Yeah, all I bullshit. I mean, these guys. He, he'd be the only one thinking about it, and he's just doing it to buy votes probably, right? Of course. Uh, it is a good idea. It's fair. It's fair oh, yeah. and honest. But it's never going to happen. No, it's no, it's happen. not. No, it's not. Okay, well, thank you for taking my call now. All right, I appreciate it. Let's get to some uh, humor a little bit before we get into the, the, the topics today. A lot of things happened on Saturday and Sunday, and uh, I'm not a big fan. I, actually, I can say, when I was a, a young man in my teenage years, I used to go to a lot of concerts and have a lot of fun with my friends, and I actually saw Kiss in concert, I think it was 1978, and uh, I guess uh, on Saturday and Sunday, were, no, take about Friday and Saturday were the last concerts. So they are finally, finally, finally retiring the band there, Kiss Band. But, uh, you know, this is my Madison Square Garden, two big nights. They made a killing pay-per-view. Um, this is one of those situations, I believe this one is the real one, but they've done this before. How many, how many people have actually done this before in, in concerts? Cher did it before my... My my last tour concerts, you know, they go on these last tours, they make a lot of money, then they uh, take a couple years off, and they come back. Oh, I've decided to go back, and and then and then they go back to another another concert, another last tour, you know, to clean house here to make a lot more money. But it's it's kind of funny because um, 
I had to laugh when Gene Simmons, the 74-year-old bass player there, saying, I swear this time, I swear, this is really this is really it. This is it for me. I'm telling you the truth. I'm swearing on the Bible. I said the Jewish man swearing on the Bible that uh, this is truly the last concert they're done. They are not just saying this to, to make a lot of money. So good luck. Rust in peace. And um, I, I wonder, do the fans ever really get angry about stuff like that? You know, when you've been duped and you've been lied to and, and, you, and you spend a lot of money to go to concerts because these concerts are expensive now. Not like back when, in my day, I, I think I spent $8, $10 maximum for a concert. And I don't know what nowadays you're looking at. Cheap end, 60, 70, 100 bucks or more. I can't imagine a kid, first of all, having that kind of money. I, I used to cut grass just to get enough money to go do a concert, you know. But uh, does it, do, do the fans ever get angry and really get mad to say, you know what, you lied to me. You told me that you know last tour was over. That's it, and that's why I went to see you. And now you're you're coming back. You're trying to cash in again. But um, I, again, I I watched him once as a kid. You know, as a teenager, and went with a bunch of friends. And I, I think if anybody's still an adult watching Kiss going to Kiss concerts, they've never really quite grown up, have they? Now, not matured. I, I matured. I grew up and got into different things and put childish things behind me here what it did happen on sunday which is interesting the last couple hours uh u.s warships were attacked in the red sea by Houthi rebels out of yemen uh evidently missiles and drone attacks serious stuff this is what's going to be dragging us in to uh the war if we get into a war the Houthi rebels in yemen so missiles attacking one of our uss yeah, actually, USS Kearney, Kearney, a destroyer, who did retaliate and fire back. But uh, this is this is pulling us in. This is pulling us into war. So, you know, they're going after anybody who's um, is giving aid to Israel, and a lot of countries are probably. And the United States, is, of course, very much vested in supporting Israel in every way possible. Aid along with Ukraine. A total right now, I guess $105 billion now has been discussed to send over, be split between Ukraine and Israel. I'm sure Israel's going to say we deserve more than Ukrainians, and there'll be a little fight over that. And maybe they'll even pull out some Holocaust stuff on you to, to get make sure they get the, the largest cut of that $105 billion. But, uh, you know... This is uh, this is getting serious, and this is dragging us closer and closer to being involved in a war. So Israel's uh, doing their ethnic cleansing in Gaza and Palestine, and bombing sites in Lebanon. And this is uh, the Middle East is uh, turning into a major war zone. We are getting closer and closer to being involved, partnership in a war in the Middle East, and uh, we've already been there, done that, haven't we? Haven't we? Yeah, and we lost, right? Yeah, we lost that war. So we're going to do it all over again? I guess so. I guess if it uh, sparks the economy, the politicians have been, well, if it, if it gives us a little boost in the economy, that's that's a good thing. You know, some good, some good can come out of a war, right? You know, some good can come out of a war. And I wonder, when I read this article first, how much of it is true? You know, we hear a lot of things. I guess the question I have for you is, how do we know this is true? Well, it came from the Pentagon, they tell us. The Pentagon told us this. Well, I'm... How many times have the old boys at the Pentagon ever lied to us? Well, quite a bit. 
you know, to facilitate one of their their agendas. They 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 lie to us, propaganda, you name it. They're not ex- excused from this these kind of tactics to to get their agenda agenda accomplished. Uh, so I, I you, know, you read from sources you think are good sources. You think, well, is this true? Of course, if you go with the mainstream media, you're, you're, you know, no, it's it's a lie. So I trust Newsmax. I trust Real America's Voice. A couple of others. But how do we really know? How do we really know this is true? How do we know it's not a false flag to draw us in? How do we know? We don't know. The news in this country is so poor that we really can never really tell. Even when we go with sources we think we can trust, we don't know if we're being led down that road of lies, propaganda. I don't know. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, we've got uh, week number three, the John Stadler book drive here. And um, see what we got here. Uh, the winner of the book drive this week is Charles Domino. Charles Domino. You've won a book, t- and I can't tell you which book it is because he didn't tell me the book. But uh, give Sam a call tonight or give you. Oh, is it the link? Oh, you got a package. Oh, cool, cool. Let me see what you got here. Hold on. Let me see. Wow, not bad. Well, I don't see it. It's not coming up. Let's see what you got here. Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm just, it's a little slow. I'm pulling it up. Just, yeah, we got it here. And let's see what they got here. Um, bah, 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 bah. Full package. Sorry about that. Wow, that is a package. Uh, the Bill of Rights Handbook. Two copies. Citizens Rule Book. Year of the Rat, How Bill Clinton Compromised U.S. Security for Chinese Cash. Uh, the Ron Paul Uprising. They own it all, including you, by means of toxic currency. We know who wrote that, don't we? Ron McDonald. And uh, the New World Order Defeated by Grambo the Prophet. There you go. So give uh, Sam a call tonight or give Julia a call tomorrow morning and claim your books. Nice thing. Very nice. Get back to my regular screen here, wherever I am. Sam, I got any calls coming in. I'm having a hard time going back to my screen. Nothing yet. Let me go back. I don't want to cancel out. I'm afraid something's going to happen there. All right, let's close that out. There we go. Should be. And uh, all right. Accept the risk. And go back. Uh, I also want to talk about, uh, we also had some history made this week also to uh, George Santos, the expulsion of George Santos. Interesting. Of course, he's uh, from New York, congressman. And uh, evidently, uh, the list of charges are all racking up on this guy. Uh, Using campaign finance money for personal spending. Botox. Botox injections. Interesting. Uh, Trips to Vegas. Sex toys. I'd like to know more about the sex toys. We're going to destroy somebody. Let's let's get down to the dirty here and let's find out what what was he ordering on TV on those late night TV shows there where you you buy the toys. What was he buying? Curious. 
But it's interesting that they're getting rid of George Santos, but they're allowing the crimes of Bob Menendez, or Robert Menendez. Guy's got gold bullion in his closet there, and he's got cash stuffed in his in his clothes in his closet there, and uh, a trail of uh, money being hidden. And claiming he's been putting, uh, instead of using banks and investing his money, he just puts it in his clothes and puts it in his uh, closet here and uh, doesn't claim it on taxes or anything else. Uh, of course, that's, that's well, we can let that go. That can go. But let's go after George Santos. Not that what he did was correct. It was a crime. But there are bigger crimes. The Bob Menendez story is much bigger crime. And, of course, you can also go to Joe Biden's $20 million that we know of. Maybe it's 25 or more. Uh, million dollars, the trail there that's being covered up and it's being hidden of how he used uh, his office to make a lot of money for the family. The, you know, the family, it's the family making money for the family. So, uh, but those those crimes are overlooked. Let's go after a Republican, George Santos. Let's uh, let's throw him out. Well, now Kathy Huchel from New York has to either schedule some kind of new election. Or can she appoint, just appoint, which is this maybe an agenda to flip the House now to be more majority on the Democrat side than it is the Republican side. We just have a little narrow gap there between the Republicans and Democrats. But uh, 311 people said yes to expel him, get him out, uh, 114 no's, two presidents and four, four no votes. But he is gone, and uh, this is... Uh, history-making, but it's also history-making that you allow two other criminals to get away with the same thing, or even worse than George Santos, and nobody seems to be making a big deal about that. Just the way it goes, I guess. I don't know. Republicans, the war on Republicans, the war on conservatism, and uh, it continues, so I don't know. There should be some punishment, maybe a payback or something, but um, this is going to change the, the numbers in the House. It's going to give clear advantage now to the Democrats. And uh, I guess when you think about it, if you use some kind of strategy, was that the right decision? Expulsion, was that the right decision? We already have a problem with the Senate, and now we have a, a, we'll have a problem with the House now. So it's just to be a lock-in for the Democrats to do whatever the hell you want to do. We're, we're getting that way. We're getting down to that point. So... 512-248-8252. Anybody else out there got something else you want to talk about? Uh, I've got a lot of notes I'm going to go through here. Here's one that caught my interest and it, it angered me, but I, I thought it was, it's nothing new. I, I pretty much, I could have predicted this one here. In a text I had back and forth going to Mike Rivero, it, it talks about Israel military had Hamas battle planned last year in 2022, but dismissed it as they didn't want to appear too ambitious to uh, going into Gaza and Palestine to take the land. They, they didn't want to seem too ambitious. So they had intelligence reports, you know, what was going to happen. They were going to be attacked by Hamas. They knew this way ahead of time, but they decided to hold off and do nothing for six hours, be attacked, to become a victim in order to carry out the agenda. This is a, pretty much the same situation as 9-11 in the World Trade Center. Except the Israelis, the Jews, were told the night before, don't go to work, don't go to work. But this time they let their, they let their civilian population be a, a casualty for the main agenda because, well, 
we meet casualties. And we have casualties, we become the victim, we get aid from America, and we get the support of the rest of the world, which is really not support of the rest of the world. The rest of the world is really not going along with this as America is going along with this. But uh, still, they have the uh, authorization pretty much to do whatever they want to do to chase the chase the terrorists, chase Hamas, chase Hamas. kind of like what we did with al-Qaeda and the Taliban. We needed a boogeyman. They've got their boogeyman now. Where, where will this all end? How will this end? I think uh, we're looking at a much smaller piece of Palestine here very shortly. And uh, maybe they'll just, I said there was about a three to five year window that uh, Israel would actually consume and take over completely Palestine. Maybe sooner than now. Maybe within the next year. And if they go into a, a war situation, then they will claim those lands and they'll never give them back. So you can forget about rebuilding Gaza and rebuilding Palestine. It's never going to happen. Those people will be chased out to other, other countries. It will never, ever happen. So Israel just got a little bigger. Now that you've gone into Palestine and you've, you've conquered and taken over Palestine, what's next? You know, we've been hearing this talk still about Iran building the nuclear bomb. My God, they're building a nuclear bomb. we got to do something about that. We've heard that for 30-plus years, building the nuclear bomb, Iran. They can't be trusted. Well, forget about all our weapons inspectors and everybody else who's gone over there and said, nope. Their nuclear power, their nuclear energy, that's all it is. They're not making a bomb. Disregard all the testimony from all those inspectors. You come up with your own, and which backs up your agenda. We want to go to Iran. We must fudge it. Somehow we have to fudge that Iran is a clear threat to Israel. We must fudge this. We must get this hype up. We must get the fear going. And maybe we'll even carry out a little false flag to blame that's possible also. That is very possible. So $105 billion to Israel and Ukraine. And uh, not Donald Trump, but uh, Joe Biden is actually saying in his delusional ways, this will benefit America. It's good. It's good for our economy. I uh, Again, back with the warmonger thinking that it will stimulate the, uh, the economy. Boots on the ground, um, you know, manufacturing, everything for the military-industrial complex will somehow benefit the entire country. We'll, we'll do much better. I am so sick and tired of warmongers, and I'm tired of that theory. So we are in a proxy war with, uh, with Russia right now, but uh, they're never going to uh, – they're not going to be able to splinter Russia. Like I said, that uh, last – Discussion I heard on talk radio about they'd rather go to the fight. They'd rather have a fight or war with, with China rather than Russia. But again, China could squeeze us just by cutting off our trade. I don't know how they can figure they could win that war. That makes absolutely no, no uh, sense whatsoever. I started thinking about all the gold that China has bought up over the last couple of years. We've talked about it here. I know Jeff Bennett has talked about it. But uh, what if... The possibility that China is actually going to use that gold as leverage to pay those in manufacturing when they shut off the spigot of goods and services to the United States. 
They can ride this out for a long time. They've got a lot of gold. Think about that. 
winning a Nobel Peace Prize when you give it to a war criminal like Henry Kissinger. But uh, I, I think about our military, and I think about some of the comments he's made. And of course, he cannot travel. He could not travel to certain countries because he'd be nabbed as a war criminal. But I, I have to go back to the, that quote he talked about: the American soldier. American soldier is a dumb animal to be used as a pawn to enforce U.S. foreign policy. Yeah, guy yeah, totally had a total disregard of our military or the life of our, our soldiers. Um, do you smell the sulfur? Do you smell the sulfur? Can you smell it? Light speed travel to hell. Or Henry Kissinger. Yeah, there you go. Gone. Sandra D. O'Connor, also gone. Uh, I've got nothing to really say on that. Uh, former ex-Supreme Court Justice, she's gone. Uh, I have not dug into her past, her, her good or her bad, but I do know Kissinger quite well. And uh, very... Not a, not a tear to fall, to drop on this guy here, really, at all. There's a lot more that need to go also. Put him in the same category as uh, John McCain. There's there's a lot of bad people that uh, need to go, need to go. You know, that's one of the questions I've always thought to myself is, the question I would ask our creator is, why, why did evil live so long? Why were they allowed to live so long and make so much trouble and, and ruined so many lives, why weren't they taken early? And you come back to that old saying, only the good die young. I don't know. The evil evil does seem to live a long, long time, does it not? It does. Well, it's quite night, 512-248-252. I saw a lecture on TV about a week ago that was very troubling. And this was actually in my, my home state of Indiana, actually from Indianapolis. I was quite surprised. But it was a, uh, a lecture being given downtown Indianapolis, and it was interesting in that the presenter was talking about there is no God, there is no devil, there is no heaven, there is no hell. We are organized molecules and matter. And I started thinking that if you could convince people of this to be true, then what reason do we have to be good people, good citizens, good Christians, and care about one another? When you get people like this to tell you there's no consequences, there's no punishment. You could do whatever you want, doesn't matter. When you die, you die, and that's it. There is no place to go, so enjoy your life. Forget about Christianity. Forget about your neighbors. Do whatever you want to do. There's no punishment. I was quite surprised to watch this guy, and uh, he had quite a crowd. I don't know if they were there just out of curiosity, or they're actually followers and believers of this guy, but he actually was talking about there is no God, there's no devil, there's no heaven, there's no hell. You're just organized molecules and matter. That's it. Basically saying there's no punishment. I don't know. Crazy, crazy. The artificial intelligence, uh, artificial G-A-G-I, artificial godlike intelligence, super, super intelligence. We don't need intelligent people anymore. Makes me wonder why why people are going to go to school anymore, college, because if you get your business degree and you're not the smartest, a machine can outthink you. So what's going to happen to that business guy when he graduates? Where is he going to go? 
are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to T-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. are still standing by that uh, massive intelligence failure on the attack from Hamas on uh, October 7th. I, I don't believe that uh, for a moment. There's no chance of that. Uh, they, they know. Again, they've known for over a year 
that they were going to be attacked. Of course, you allow it to happen, and then you're able to go forward with your plans of uh, conquer and uh, divide and take what you want, resources and land. So we know, we know. Now it's coming out and people are talking about it. Not too many people. Definitely mainstream media is not talking about it. I heard about it on Real America's Voice, a little bit on Newsmax. Tucker Carlson talking about it. Uh, it's, it's embarrassing, but uh, doesn't seem to be halting, uh, stopping the agenda. And so what? We lied. Well, so what? We knew about it. So what? Well, I mean, you really think we're going to buy this idea that she just didn't know it was going to come? Uh, it's not possible. Getting back to AI here, uh, AI will eliminate our jobs here. I started thinking about the, the cuts that we're going to see in AI artificial intelligence or AGI, artificial godlike intelligence, administrative cuts. Uh, we're not going to, you know, we're still going to have the plumbers and the electricians. But I start thinking about these kids that go to school, you know, get the business degree. How much you get your degree in? Uh, business, business degree. Uh, that's great. Uh, you'll become worthless. I mean, what's the, what's the, you get your education, you get to go out, you want to go out there in the workplace and you want to make your, your mark on the world. You bring your business intelligence, you've worked hard in school. But then you've got this problem. You see, you've got artificial intelligence making the big decisions and man's intelligence cannot compete. You cannot compete. This reminds me going back to many, many, many years ago. I, I, I can't remember. It's maybe, Sam, you can remind me or look it up. The Bobby Fischer, one of the greatest chess players ever, to play the game of chess, it's a very hard game, a very uh, thinking game, you might say. Playing a computer, playing a computer, this is all the beginning of this AI of computers being able to outthink and outdo man's intelligence here. Starting back with the Bobby Fischer chess chess game here. Uh, this We got a little taste of it, did we not? I'm going to say it's probably in the 70s somewhere in the 70s. But uh, we got a taste of what was coming for the future AI that uh, machines would be deciding. They would actually make the better decision versus man. See, the machine will eliminate the factor of emotion. It will not have emotion programmed in. It will not care about consequences of life or death. It will not, care. It will not have the emotion to hold back, to pull back, to reformulate and give you a different decision. That will be eliminated for artificial intelligence. Its job is to succeed, to win the game. Reminds me of, of that movie, uh, War Games, Matthew Broderick. What's the point of the game? To win the game. Yes, man will not be needed. So what, uh, what will become of man? We, we don't have the money. We don't have the jobs. We can't buy the products. We can't buy the services. Well, what's going to happen to us? Well, that's where... The depopulation, Bill Gates's depopulation agenda comes in. In many ways, they have to do that. Through the vaccines, through our water, through our food, we already know they're going after that, um, those routes where we could bring in, of course, uh, poison ourselves, slowly poison ourselves to a point where we're, we're leaving this earth much sooner than we should. And we are going to see a massive, massive die-off by the year 2025. I predict, it's my theory, we will, I predict by 2025 we are seeing cancer. Cancer cases rising like I've never seen before. My feelers, my doctors that I talk to on a regular basis are telling me they're seeing cancer in younger people. Younger people. Not old people, but younger people. Those who have been vaccinated. And yes, they have been vaccinated. They're actually not actually allowed to even ask that question anymore, but some of them still do. 
because they're curious. They're, they're gathering data to make the case that uh, these, these shots and these boosters are causing health harm to us. Speaking of which, we do have uh, a new fear coming out of China, and I have to laugh at it because they're calling it white lung. Once again, they're saying it's going to come to America. We're going to have rising cases of pneumonia. And that's actually what white lung is. White lung is pneumonia. It's pneumonia. And it's treated easily with Cipro uh, or dioxycycline. I think it's cycling, cycling, dioxycycline. And Cipro are two of the uh, medications that we, uh, we use, antibiotics that we use for this kind of pneumonia. But uh, it's coming. It's coming. They've already pointed the finger at China, just like they did with COVID. And so white lung is coming. Now, I can tell you, in my job, you go to the x-ray room, and I pull up my x-rays of my patients every day. I have, I have a protocol. I would do the labs, look at my labs first, document my changes, good or bad. I'd make a little notes. And so I'm going to go check out the x-rays. So I'll look at the x-rays, pull them up. And if you see whether we call a whiteout, a whiteout, that's what white lung is. It's a very, very um, full pneumonia of one lung or both lungs. Now, most pneumonias actually, most pneumonias, they attack the right lung because you have three folds in your right lung versus two folds on your left lung. So most of the times when we hear about a pneumonia, well, you've got the right upper lobe, right middle lobe, right lower lobe. Pneumonias in one of those regions, typically, most of the time, pneumonias are in the right side of the lung. But when I see a whiteout, uh, I walk out and go, well, geez, we've got a pretty bad pneumonia here. What antibiotics are we on? What are we on? What are we doing? We're on the ventilator. Definitely, we're on a ventilator. If i got a complete whiteout on my chest, right, they're on a ventilator. And uh, we're, you know, I take a look at what, we, what are we cultured out of sputum to find out what we're growing in that, that those lungs for pneumonia and make sure we have the right antibiotic for the right bug, essentially. So that's, that's what we do. But uh, this whole thing, this fear of calling it the white lung, is a, is a fear tactic. And there's really, again, white lung is pneumonia. That's all it is. It's pneumonia. It's treatable, again, with Cipro and the other one I talked about, dox, dioxycycline. Um, and we have those. Now, the problem we might have experienced, we might experience this, as we've seen before, we saw it with chemotherapy. A lot of chemo drugs were in short supply. There's a supply chain problem. Will we see a supply chain problem with Cipro and dioxycycline? Uh, will we see that happen? Possible, possible. In, that, in, in the event that happens, uh, then we are going to see a very large death toll, especially with your elderly, who have very poor immune systems to begin with, but if they don't have their antibiotics to, to beat the pneumonia, they will die. And definitely those who have been vaxxed, fully vaxxed, and given the boosters will have immune systems that are, that are altered, uh, that are very weak, vulnerable to pneumonias, and they will not do well also. So I, I, I kind of see this happening, this whole supply chain thing to happen. I even threw it by one of my friends who's a doctor, and I said to him, I said, you know what, what's next is a supply chain issue. Uh, we don't have enough Cipro. We don't have enough of this. And then we will see a high death toll. He said, you know what, you're probably right. That is probably the pathway this will go down. So typically we can, we can treat a pneumonia, not a problem. But if there's a supply chain problem with the antibiotics, we are in trouble. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Misty in Kansas. Welcome, Misty. Hey, Steve. Um, 
Cipro. Cipro is not a good drug. Ciprofloxin's got its problems. Uh, yeah. It's it, it uh, on a low percentage of uh, patients that don't do well with it. I've seen some neurological deficits, some other problems. Uh, Achilles rupture. I don't know how that works, but they're associated with Achilles rupture, but it's only about 1%. Oh, wow. uh, it can be, it can do well, and then it can also be a demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. And I'm wondering, is this more to do with a shot or, or you know, it's pneumonia. I appreciate mm-hmm. you broke that yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, it's pneumonia. White, uh, white, white lung is pneumonia. That's all it is. White lung is pneumonia. They've tried to they try to make it scary. Right, right. They try to make it scary by calling it that, but it's white. It's white lung is is a, is a whiteout. It's pneumonia. Right. Don't you get kind of the same results with bronchitis, or not as extreme? Yes. Oh, not as not as extreme. The pneumonia right. is, is debilitating to the lungs. The the alveoli. The air sacs that can, that grab the oxygen. Uh, no, pneumonia is pretty serious stuff. Yeah, my daughter, my daughter-in-law had it, walking pneumonia. But I'm yeah. going to switch this over to where mm-hmm. you were talking about, you know, in the liberals and the conservatives and all this mm-hmm. name game, yeah. you know. But I notice on these conservative websites, supposedly. Mm-hmm. They are just all in for just wipe the Palestinians out. I don't yeah. get it. They're Judeo-Christians, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. no two ways about it. But when I read the comments on a lot of these things, I just go, how can, how can you call yourself a Christian and want to annihilate a people, genocide yeah. a people. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because my wife and I. Were, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because my wife and I were just talking. I think this morning about that. And I told her that the government has this uh, this mm. modus operandi of what they do. They must demonize the enemy. They demonize the enemy, and uh, and I'm gonna give you an example that the American Indians were demonized. And even the Christians were okay with eradication of killing the Indians off because the government had done a great job in demonizing the American Indian by calling them redskins, red devils, and even the Christians will say, well, if they're red devils, they're not human, they're devils, and therefore Christians would go on, get on board to say it's okay to kill these Indians and, and kick them off this land and take what you want. And the government does this all the time. I mean, that's the Third, first time I ever thought about that, that calling the, the Indians the Red Devils and the Redskins and, and always referring to them in a very negative devilish way with the skin color was done on purpose, was done on purpose to demonize them, to associate them with a devil, a true devil, and that the Christians themselves would have no problems with the uh, killing and eradication of the Indians to take the land. And we do it. We still do it. Today, we still continue to do use that method to demonize an enemy in order to go in and eradicate them and take, take them out and take what they have. To, to the victor belong the spoils. And uh, they still do it today. We're still going doing through it today. that now with the white right. Christians, yeah. the males yeah. especially. You know. Well, the churches aren't stepping in, in the, either. In Think the about it. The churches are not stepping in. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, why, why are the churches the not stepping in? Stop. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, how come the churches are not stepping up to the plate? Why are well, they not stepping up to the plate? because they're 501c3s. No, no, no. They've actually changed that. They're 501c3, but they can talk politics now. They can talk politics. But the problem is, it's the lasting effect of when Barack Obama was in office, uh, how he used the IRS to attack these churches to make them pay for having a voice different than his narrative. They attack these people, and that last stinging effect still stays today that churches are not standing up to these unjust unjust wars. Okay, Steve, so am I not correct? I, I was under the assumption that 501c3s in the church were not allowed to talk politics. That changed. So I'm that wrong changed. about that? They cha- that changed under uh, Donald Trump. That changed under Donald Trump. Mm. He changed that, which I, I have to say, wow, that's great. Because, you know, back in the old days, that's actually where you're, you actually learned about politics. You know, that on your, and that on your porch. You know, we used to have big, giant porches. What was the porch for? The porch was to, uh, to converse with your neighbors and talk about whatever. And what, what's more important than, than politics? Nothing, really. So, you know, you, you convene on your porch and you would talk to your neighbors about this and this and this politics, and that. Uh, then it would carry on to Sunday, and uh, informing people in politics is was a, a valuable point uh, to be made by the pastor. The preachers themselves would they would bring you the information, mm-hmm. you know, and then you decide for yourself. But much of our our our, our issues we would talk about at church where was is very standard back in the day, very very standard. Oh, exactly. But now it has completely changed. Yeah. It's yeah. churchianity. It's it's completely changed because it all goes back to mammon, if yeah. you think about it. You oh, know, still if you're a five oh one C three, okay, another story. I'll get mm-hmm. off that. That's oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. But, Steve, one other thing I want to tell you. (laughs) I know they retired the show, uh, John Statmiller's, but I truly am going to miss hearing you twice (laughs) a week. Yeah. And I want to also say once again, uh, your mother, Miss Elkins, Mm -hmm. boy, she raised a great, great son and <laughs> you I'm serious you 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 bring life out the with your cancer yeah. with your mother's story with all this yeah. you have the best show yeah. in my opinion on RBN and I've listened to the well, majority of them so thank let, you let me tell you let me tell you why I do this stay on stay on here let me tell you why I do this because I'm I'm a lot like you guys. I, I I'm I'm really no different. Yes, I'm an ICU nurse, ER nurse, but I'm a real person out there. And, I, and the thing I, I I hate the most about politicians or people in talk radio is that they're not real. They're phony. I look at people like uh, Sean Hannity. 
these silver spoons who make $45 million a year, they're not real people. They don't know hardships. They don't go to the grocery store and, and, and look at the prices of how much things cost. They don't change at all. Nothing changes for them because they're millionaires. I'm a regular person like you. We, we, I go to the grocery store. I, gotta, I, I look at prices, you know. I, I have the hardships of uh, the inflation just like everybody else does. And uh, I'm real. And my life experiences, whether they're good or bad, I, I share with you because there's a lesson. There's something to learn from a mistake. When you make a mistake, uh, if you discuss it and talk about it, first of all, you learn. But then you also you teach other people not to make the same mistake that I made. And uh, I, I'm not perfect. I have made my mistakes. Oh, my God. My mom pulled her hair out saying, you know, I was the middle child. I was the one always seemed to be getting in trouble, and which is interesting because I was I was the person that would stand up and defend and speak out even as a child. I don't know where that came from. I really don't know where that came from. And uh, later on, it just amplified and got more and more so. And, and I got really involved in politics in college and would write for the school paper. And uh, I just, I don't know. John Stadmiller lit a fire under me in 2014 when he had a show talking about starting small, starting small in your local area here. Try to make a difference in your local area. And if that's all you ever do and that's as far as you go, then at least you, you helped your area, the people of that area. And I did that. And I got shut down. I got burned after nine, nine weeks of shows. Uh, because the liberals didn't want to hear what I had to say. Not fair and balanced. I, you know, I, there's good and there's bad, but I, I just call it fair and square. I'm an independent. I have no party affiliation. But that's not what they wanted to hear. They wanted liberal policies, and I wasn't going to change my ways. They asked me to, and I said no. Uh, well, then you're fired. Okay, that's fine. And then I happened to talk, call in a couple times to John and talk to John, and you know, told my story of how I started small. And uh, he wanted to listen to a couple shows. I gave him the archives. He listened. He said, oh, this guy's got something maybe, you know. Maybe he, need, he deserves a little bit bigger stage. And so he gave me the opportunity, and I'm very thankful that he did. And uh, my life's mission, Misty, is to make a difference, just, just to make a difference. I want to leave this planet knowing that I, I did something to help a lot Amen. of people. Not just one. Just help a lot of people. Amen. And, and and this interesting because my wife and I, you know, last year I was sick. I didn't have much of a Christmas. We, I was so sick. We didn't know what was wrong with me yet. And this year my wife is going hog wild on decorations and this and that. I'm saying go for it, go for it. And we're going to celebrate this this Christmas. Not presents. We're not buying presents, but just festive and enjoying life uh, because we're not going to let these people, these evil people. These, these people that hate Christians, hate Christmas, we're not going to let these people spoil something for us. We're not going to let them spoil it. I agree, and thank you, Steve. And you know what? I'm going to go on and put up some Christmas decorations. And thank you, and, and God yeah. bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Misty. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm going to miss Mondays, too. Um, but we got other four other hosts besides myself on Monday. Covering through the week, and uh, we'll just return back to our own shows and uh, retire the National Intel Report. It was fun. Did it for a little over two years. It was a, a pleasure to be uh, to be sitting in those uh, sitting in that chair for John Stadmiller, and uh, we we gave it one hell of a run. And maybe it is time to to retire the show and uh, move forward.
I, I don't even know who's going to be the host for that Monday through Friday, but uh, you'll know tomorrow because tomorrow is the first day. And I wish him all the best of luck. I really do. Uh, I may be a little biased, but I'm really big time RBN fan here. And uh, as a caller back in the years, years, years earlier, but uh, now being part of the organization and uh, coming here at least once a week now, it's uh, it's been my honor to to be here and serve you. And uh, talk about the issues and open up the, the phone lines and hear what you've got to say. And I think we got one last call before we close up tonight. And I'm going to talk to Tom in Utah. Welcome, Tom. Hi, Steve. Hey, Tom. Just uh, for clarity, pneumonia, yeah. which tissue is the target tissue in the pathogenesis? Which tissue is the path? Say, say tissue one more time. Is being denatured in the in the process of pneumonia. Well, it's the pulmonary lining. It's the uh, it's the lining of the lungs. Uh, the intimal lining of the lung. Uh, alveoli. The alveoli sacs. Here's the alveoli, right? Right. So the pathogens are tissue specific. So you got to. Avoid the infusion of anything that has alveoli. Right. And that's the way to keep from getting the pneumonia. I was looking at some notes here. I'm trying to find something. I had a, I had a text this week from uh, quite a few texts with Dr. Peter McCullough. And let me see if I can find it. Because um, he, he wrote me back when I told him about the white lung. There's actually a new, a new vaccine out by Moderna called Spikevax. And uh, the variant that it's supposed to target is uh, is long been outdated. And when I sent that to him, he said, Steve, it's been long outdated. That's history. Um, it's gone. So, again, the dog chasing his tail. This idea that Moderna and other drug uh, pharmaceuticals can be trying to find something to tailor a drug to target one specific pathogen is not working out. It won't work out. It's impossible. Again, we should have known this with the uh, the seasonal flu that uh, you can't make a, a vaccine for it because it mutates so dang fast. What we should have been talking about is healthy lifestyle. Things we should be doing and things we should be avoiding in the winter months that uh, depress our immune systems and makes us, makes us more vulnerable to getting infections. We should have emphasized that, but instead, no, 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 there's no money in that. There's no money in health. We, we need to make money in sickness and illness and uh, that's why the Walmart cold and flu aisle will be jam-packed again this year from people who uh, live too much excess in the holiday season, too much sugar, too much alcohol, too much stress in their lives, uh, not enough rest and sleep. Uh, their immune systems are taxed, and uh, they're, they're the perfect specimen for a pathogen. If you, uh, if you excess in everything through the holiday seasons, and people do excess, and alcohol, sugar, cakes, cookies, you name it. Oh my God, it's it's terrible. They're causing their own health problems by the excessiveness in this, this holiday season. Well, when you get uh, an opportunity, give me a holler and tell me what you know about the specific tissue that that pathogen pathogenesis occurs in. Yeah, I got How some notes. I got some notes here somewhere. I'm looking for them, but I can't find them right here. Somewhere. I got to find them. There's a... I've got some notes here from Dr. McCullough. I can't find them. All right. End of that. Sorry, man. I can't I can't I can't pull it out now, but I'll I'll look for it. All right. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Well, there's our music. 
closing out the show tonight. I'm going to leave you with uh, something I wrote the other day. I wanted to leave this with you. Today I am thankful, tomorrow I am grateful, and on Sunday I am blessed. Thank you for your calls tonight. That completes your show. See you next Sunday night for another edition of Off the Beaten Path, Health, Happiness, and Safe Travels. We will talk again. Good night. Broadcasting Network.